dun da 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 dun dun I wonder if that ever gets old for you guys it doesn't get old for me <laughs> maybe it does what's up uh Here's another episode. I'm trying to fucking be consistent. I've got staff still. Uh, I really wasn't like in the right headspace to even talk about it before. But now I feel way better. And like I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It was so rough just like thinking about everybody going to training. And then like I felt like I had so much momentum before I got sidelined with the staff. I wasn't like usually I would like document this. I'd like make light of it and stuff but um this time it was rough because like I saw it coming the whole way and I'm like oh my god like really I gotta go through this again and then the first fucking doctor didn't even want to give me um antibiotics he gave me he gave me uh he gave me muperosin I, I say this shit every fucking time wrong I was saying it musiprosin but it's muperosin mupisorin mu mucus siren um anyway it's this like topical antibiotic cream and um i just he just gave me that and he's like nah just rub this on there and uh try not to worry about it it doesn't look too bad and like but i just knew that it was gonna fucking come with a vengeance he should have put me on antibiotics right then and there and then um it just got worse it got so much worse dude it was like the size of, it was smaller than my pinky nail. It was just like a regular tiny ass pimple on my leg. And I was like, oh, this is nothing. And then like, it just started to fucking hurt. And I just knew. It's so crazy. Cause like, <clears throat> like other people in the gym were getting it. And then they'd come back after like a month and they're like, yeah, I was out with staff. Like. Look at this hole I have in my life. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, i glad glad it didn't happen to me. But fuck, man, whatever. I just gotta like get through it. Everyone's giving me like staff advice. I feel like I'm a staff expert now. I'm so scared of the antibiotics. Like you have to understand, I'm going to the hospital and they're giving me like crazy like intravenal antibiotics. I'm sitting there on a drip for like an hour. With like a hydration bag and the antibio- and, and antibiotics going through me. Every time <laughs> I keep thinking about probiotics and I think I'm saying it wrong. Because I've been saying the word antibiotics so much. You know when you say a fucking word so many times it starts to sound like weird to you. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah it was crazy like. There was a point where I couldn't fall asleep. The the my level for like if I'm gonna go to the hospital or not is if I can go to sleep. If I can go to sleep, that means the pain is not that crazy. And when I wake up it should feel better as long as I'm like doing the right thing, like got got my leg elevated, I'm not moving, I'm chilling. Um and it would feel better overnight, right? Sometimes when I would want to go to the hospital, but um, there was one night where like I really couldn't take it and I had to um I had to take like a a muscle relaxer I got prescribed and that shit knocked me right out. And uh man, I like if yeah, if I, I feel like if I couldn't go to sleep right then and there, I would have went right to the hospital. But the next day I ended up going to the hospital anyway and cuz it wasn't getting any better. 
I just felt like I was going to get worse. So um, I go in there and I talk to the guy, to the, the doctor, and I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to keep fucking up my body and going through all these rounds of antibiotics. Like, I don't know if I should do uh, the next, uh, I, I don't know if I should do the intravenal one too. And he was like, man, like, uh, he, he was like, it's up to you. <laughs> Fuck, dude. He was like, this will prepare your body to fight the staff. It, like, uh, maybe the antibiotics you're taking will do the job, but this will definitely help. And I'm like, all right, I mean, fuck. I, I don't even know what the fuck. Dude, it's like, what are they even injecting in me? You know, like, I'm like, look, I don't know the first thing about antibiotics. Why are they bad? What What's going on? Like, am I going to get, like, a crazy rash or, like, blood infection if I don't take care of myself? Like, I feel like this is how people eventually die you know what I mean like some sort of like getting sepsis through just like your body's immune system weakening over and over you know the thing is I get super high and then I fall into these like holes of like thinking like how I'm gonna die by this shit like staff is gonna take me out because I've seen the ugliest side of staff I feel like that shit was on my chest close to my heart and like putting on a shirt hurt like I, I was like like, I can imagine being in that much pain, like, as a chronic condition for, like, uh, it, it was, it, for me, it was, like, a week, a week and a half of just, like, insane pain, but, like, and, like, four days of blinding pain. If that blinding pain lasted, I would be such an asshole to everybody around me. Like, you would have to put me on painkillers or something because I, I just wouldn't be tolerable. I could understand, too. It was just, like, everything would piss me off. Cause I was just hurt. I couldn't do anything other than just like sit there and like will myself to heal or something like that. Like I've seen the ugly side of staff, man. It's fucking horrible. It's, it's left me so traumatized, dude. Like I can already tell. Cause before this, I mean, I, I tried to be as careful as possible. I would, I would like take showers. I really want to hang out after, um, and drill too much. Like, you know, sitting inside of my sweat and shit like that. But I think, ultimately what's really doing it is like I'm not moisturizing after you know how confident as a man you have to beat a baby powder up and moisturize in the locker room afterwards you know how confident you gotta be to just throw one fucking leg up and like just powder your nuts with like just fucking with your balls dangling you're like a fucking you're like a fucking uh, dog at a fire hydrant I only know one man with that kind of confidence. His name is Gary. And he will he literally walks around the locker room with a hand towel. And he I like he doesn't care and you're weird for caring. It's such a power move. He's got like he's got it down to a science. Like even now, this is what he wants. He this is what he wants. He wants people to talk about. It. He wants people to go home and be like, "Oh man, Gary was fucking Gary Gary had his nuts out in the locker room today. That's what gets him off. He's sitting at home thinking about us, thinking about him. You fucking got me, Gary. You happy? You can put this one in the spank bank. But <laughs> I fucking hate you, dude. Put on some fucking pants. Why don't you dry yourself? Dude, this is to all the Garys in all the locker rooms. Like, Why don't you dry yourselves in the cover of the shower room? And like, you know, dry yourself well, maybe throw on some underwear in there. And if you can't do that, just dry your whole body, throw the towel on around you 
Walk to your locker. The, okay, this isn't crazy, right? So far, this isn't crazy. Walk to your locker, and then if you really want to drop trowel, if you if you cannot help being, if you're the type of person who's like, yo, I'm in a locker room, I have a right to be naked. I understand. Do that. Do that right there, in front of your locker. You have a legal 360. As soon as you drop trowel, you can do a 360. You have a right. To look around the locker room to see who's staring at your dick as soon as you drop your uh, towel. Alright? That's your right. But don't do it twice. Do it once. And then, you know, put on your fucking underwear. Why can't you do that? To the Garys of the world, why can't you fucking do that? Alright? What is it? Why Why you gotta, why you gotta stand? Why you gotta stand in the middle of the whole fucking locker room and be the loudest one talking about Talking about pants, talking about nogi, talking about <laughs> talking about technique and shit like that. How about we talk about a towel? <laughs> How about we talking about buying bigger towels? <laughs> I love you, Gary. It's cool though. It's all the Garys. You're needed in the gym. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to get back, man. I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm losing my mind. I can't even look at technique. It it makes me like sad. You know what I mean? Like I can't like until I'm back in, I feel like I can't look at technique. I've been doing other shit. All the rash guards are ready. Once I get back in there, I'm in there with a vengeance. I'm going to be selling everything. I'm going to be hitting people in the face with the shorts. Here, take that. You owe me $40. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know what the fuck I mean. And I'm like, put those on. Put those, put those shorts. Take those shorts off. Put those shorts on. I'm going to force people to change on the mat. It's my brown belt. I'm allowed to do that as a brown belt. Only to the males. <laughs> I won't be a creep, I promise. Um, Damn. What else? I don't know. I'm just glad I'm in a better mood about my staff. I really wasn't even going to talk about it on the podcast, but I mean, I don't give a fuck. This is just for me anyway. This is going to be like a journal when I look back at it. This is going to be like a journal for me when I look back at this and, and, and like just ponder over different points in my life. Like I definitely reach back to this podcast when I'm like at some like pivotal points in my life. I, I wish I did it more. This is like a video journal. And um, I think this journey is an important one. Just like as a young adult trying to run a business. Honestly, I really am trying to run a business. I feel like I've finally found my footing with Ford Stringers. Finally found my footing with Ford Stringers. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I can do big things this year. And then on top of that, I feel like now that I'm a brown belt, I can show the full range of my technique. I've been trying to save some money to try to hit some events and stuff like that. I'm going to do some IBJJFs and hopefully get my name on the map. I want to be ranked. I want to be ranked number one brown belt, like in no gi for sure. Maybe I could do gi as well. I want to try to do the gi. I feel like I'll be good. I don't know, man. I don't even know if I'll be good, but I fucking do well whenever I compete. I know IBJJF is a whole entire different animal, so I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm missing like the fire again, just because like, I tried to work out just the tiniest amount 
and this whole my whole leg got inflamed. Felt like the staff got spread or some shit. Like I'm I'm not gonna do that again anytime soon, but soon. Soon, uh, maybe next Monday. What's today? Today is the 19th. The, like, Wednesday. So, like, two, three. Like, in five days, hopefully. I don't know. Uh, What else? You know, I went on my story, and I tried to find out about what's going on with, like... Israel and Palestine. And let me just say, this is <laughs> this is like walking around in a minefield, dude. And then as it, got, it, I feel like the pendulum swings in like both ways or whatever, like constantly. But right now, it's looking real bad for you, Israel. And I mean, I'm trying to uh, understand both sides, but the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, damn, this is like really fucked up for Palestine and Palestinians. So. That's pretty, (laughs) I wish I got more educated on that. Like I'm trying to get educated on that. And all I'm, all I'm hearing is like that it's anti-Semitic. Like it's almost, it feels like the message I'm getting is that it's like anti-Semitism. That's like, uh, like it's anti-Semitic to speak out against Israel, but it's not, it's not. Like the Jewish people, like anti-Semitism is against Jewish people. Israel as a state is like Zionism or whatever. So like being against Zionism is what people are mostly against, not actual Jewish people. It's like the encroachment of Israel on like the the Palestinian people. That's crazy though. That's a whole nother subject. I wish I had somebody over here that I could just like explain to them what I understand from it and like have them ask me questions because it's hard to like go um, and try to explain it all at once. There's too many like factors like who was there first, why each side feels justified for what they do, but I don't know. It's fucking wild. It's so funny. Like you see people like I did a poll. I'm like, who's in the right? Like Israel or Palestine? It was like, 82% to like 18% (laughs) and just like the most hateful messages and I'm like damn bro like I'm just I'm just trying to like learn like sorry don't fucking crucify me bro what else what else is going on yo shout out to everybody that did nogi pants that look crazy they're doing knee bar like side knee bars on people Josh Cisneros or whatever I'm supposed to be in the brown belt division over there. That really broke my heart. It's been really tough just watching people fucking compete and not being anywhere over there. Like, uh, it's cool, like, seeing Yachty go and, like, post about, like, um, competing in IBJJF. But, like, I need to be right there with him. Like, uh, there's no reason I shouldn't be. I feel like I'm so ready for that. This, like, I'm 28 already. Like, I'm about to be in the master's division in, like, a year and a half. So, I don't have that much time to, like, make it happen, I feel like. But I can't wait. Damn, bro. Time just keeps going. And, I mean, I feel like this podcast makes me realize, like, I could be using my time more effectively. 
I should just buck up and study study jujitsu. I know it's depressing, I know it hurts right now, but like like it's so annoying to like see and not be able to run through the movements and stuff, but I think I should be working my mind out. This game is so mental. Like at the higher levels, if you want to perform on stage, everyone has like a basic grasp of the techniques and stuff like that. Like you know what counters what. But it's like tuning your mind to get into that zone where you can apply those techniques at a high level. I wonder what sort of like mental workouts I could do off the mat to sharpen my mind. Again, it's like jujitsu is such a young sport that it's hard to know how to learn. Like there's too many aspects to it to really determine what the most important thing to learn especially at like different levels because in the beginning obviously it's the fundamentals and it's like basic techniques and like just getting the basics down but like at a higher level you have the basics down now what what's going to set you apart from that one percent is it is it like some mental is it mental toughness is it like a gas tank is it cardio what is it is it flexibility? I don't know. What's the what's the thing that sets people apart at the highest levels? I like when they do like statistical analysis of like uh, what the most commonly used submission is in uh, ADCC or at the highest levels and stuff. It's like rear naked choke and heel hook. IBJJF is going to look a lot different this year. So I think that's where the next evolution in learning lies is like we have to start looking at like real data that's been compiled there needs to be some like autistic nerds or something who like are masters at like numbers and stuff and can recall every submission every mundial every fucking winner like how they do in baseball and just have him statisticianize all the fucking like just tally everything the fuck up and then let us know Statistically, what the best moves are, what what works the most, like they do, they did it for ADCC, but we need it for more. Um, there needs to be a bigger sample size in the sport. You know, it's so funny. Oddly enough, you know who might have all like the best footage of that, especially for women, is the guy who uh, who runs that like girl fights YouTube page. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. So when I was working Naga, there was this one guy who they had to ban because he would come in with like really high tech, like really high end uh, recording uh, camera equipment, and uh, he would just record the women fighting in gi and noki. <laughs> He didn't know any of them. He didn't do it. He just ran a fucking YouTube page that would like, um, that would just show female fights, like female, like, and it was like kind of like in a gross way from what I understood. Like this guy was like gross. That's why they banned him. Like, so imagine, like, what do you do? Like, imagine you as a woman, like imagine, well, as anybody, imagine you just have a dude like like a shady looking motherfucker in like a hat like the news reporter hat and like uh and like a what are those um a bomber jacket i could see him in like a bomber jacket just like recording you hunched over (laughs) 
and like you're getting your ass handed to you you're in bottom side control and you're looking over and this motherfucker is just salivating at the sight of you getting crushed like what do you do with that I guarantee you there were like a lot of posts like oh thanks for posting thanks for I, I needed this this is me in there like thanks for my little do they know like he's making money off of there like just like from gross people like the internet has everything that's so funny though what a genius what a genius to monotonize monetize that monotonize <laughs> Naga Naga attracts some fucking strange birds the other day I had to work a Naga and uh uh the kids swords so Naga has been known to like give out kid like uh plastic swords and stuff like they're they're not good they're blunt you know shit like that and they they come with a sheath, dude. They came out with some like desert eagle, desert warrior, fucking ninja blade, book of Eli type of machete, like a fucking jungle machete ninja katana. I can't even like it's crazy. It's 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 heavy as fuck. First of all, it's like uh, I would say like five pounds easily, and it's long. It's sharp. We cut a hot dog in half with it. There was, <laughs> I forgot what state it was. It was like North Carolina. There was like a hot dog in the vending machine. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Jalapeno James buys it and starts, you know, rubbing it on people and like waving it in front of their face. So, uh, one thing led to another and someone's holding the blade. I think Jalapeno James was holding the blade and we were pitching the uh, hot dog to him and he fruit ninja the shit in midair. It cut in half, hot dog juice everywhere, and he's in the middle of it. You know how, like, we'll throw it at him. He cuts it in half. Each hot, the hot dog splits and goes either way, and he's in the middle of it. <laughs> it was kind of sick, honestly. But, um, uh, that blade, like, <laughs> you would, you would have to give it to these kids, like, in the middle, because the kids go first. So, in the middle of the fucking day of my work day, I got a bunch of kids running around with, like, sharp-ass katanas. Like, not... These aren't toys. Like, somebody's gonna lose a finger. We were using them to, like, open other katanas. I didn't know what... Like, what are you even using katanas for? The only good thing I saw to use a katana for was to open other katanas. Like, I, I, you, you could kill somebody with it, sure, but, like, real-world application, the only thing you're using a katana is to open other fucking katanas. What the fuck are you doing with... Why are we giving these kids fucking katanas? Machetes. You're gonna start a gang war over here, like, I can imagine, like, the... <laughs> yo, that's so crazy. I need to get a picture of that. That needs to be the picture of the, of the episode. It's just, uh... Little ninja Ronan blades. Shout out Ronan going to, on Team Polaris, Team USA Polaris with like JT Torres and like Boogie. Who else? It's Nick Ronan. I don't know who else, but he's going against, I think, Raspberry Ape and like Ashley Williams, Team UK. That's going to be a fucking barn burner. I can't wait for that. And Combat Jiu Jitsu is coming up June 6th. Dude, that's pretty fucking close. Oh, my God. I need to get back in the gym, man. Well, um, I miss all you guys. 
I just want to keep a little um, consistent. Uh, this is a lot of fun for me, so bear with me. I'm going to start uh, marketing the rash guards and stuff like that. So hopefully I get them all out. Thank you to everybody who bought a custom rash guard. I love all of you. Thank you for your patience. Let's get the gear out there and start spreading the word about fourth stringers. I can't wait to start competing again, dude. I'm going to rip some fucking heads off this year. Let's go. Done. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da.